Oh, dear. Well, against all odds, we've hit double digits. So welcome to episode 10 of Oh, Dear, presented by Bose Bar and Stage. We'd apologize for taking an extra week off again between episodes, but we're pretty positive no one really cares, and it was pretty inconsequential, and you all just went on living your lives. But anyways, here we are. I'm Ted Emmett, and thank you for joining us for the 10th time, or hopefully the 10th time, and a special shout out to DNA Plumbing and Heating, our episode 10 sponsor. We're going to hear from Mike Dempster from DNA Plumbing and a good friend of ours in a little bit. Uh, But first, with us, as always, is a man who never needs to be ashamed of who he is because his parents do that for him. Dustin Moore, how's it going? Hey, I always I always know it's me first. So I'm like, oh man, what's he going to hit me with today? But I will say I'm feeling all the emotions today. I'm happy because we've been golfing. It's April. You know, Lundy's getting his chest waxed tomorrow. We had to delay it a bit due to COVID <laughs> rules, but he's getting his chest waxed. But then I'm a little bit like mad or sad because we are such a joke here in Alberta and Canada with how we're responding to COVID and and what we got going on right now. It's a little disappointing. I'm not going to get too much into it, but a little fed up with what's going on. Hopefully we get back to something normal here soon. Wow, you really really took us on a roller coaster of emotion there. Well, three of the four of us, the one man who is not tall enough to ride that roller coaster, Kevin Walsh, how's it going? Oh, wow. Now, I, I, the one I wrote down, I can save for next time. Oh, no, thanks, no. Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those lines at the fair always get me. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm actually a little nervous. Uh, about two weeks ago, I got my Invisalign braces put in. So, I'm hoping I sound okay and, and that Ted doesn't kill me after he listens back to this. So Well, you're, no matter what, you're only going to ever be the third worst. So It's true. I, I, I wouldn't be too worried, yeah. Well, that's pretty good, Kat, if I take it. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And of course, last but, well, always last, if he were a drink, he'd be a margarita because he's salty and full of tequila. Ryan Lund, how's it going? I'm, I'm doing great, actually. It's uh, short weather, so I get to show off my legs. You get some sun on those. <laughs> and, well, I've been trying, Ted. And uh, yeah, I've been out golfing, uh, bought a bike, so big plans coming up this summer. I'm going to be exploring Red Deer's backyard, if you know what I mean. And hey, on that note, a shout out to a couple people after uh, last episode when we were talking about the bike trails, uh, Rene from Tourism Red Deer and a couple other people messaged us and showed us the way to get from Red Deer to Black Falls on our bikes. So now you can actually try it out or you could throw it in your in your vehicle and, and drive out there. Yeah, I know. When I bought the bike, I made sure it fit in my vehicle. So yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to drive down Highway 2 with my bike in my vehicle and then probably the quickest way to get there. Hope you... <laughs> Hope you got a big enough trunk because I'm going to put my bike in it. <laughs> well said. Good job. <laughs> You're almost laughing too much to get that out. <laughs> oh, hey, no. it was, that was like if Bobby Boucher from The Water Boy was in The 40-Year-Old Virgin, I think. <laughs> but hey, I still appreciated it. Mama says uh, alligators are ornery because they got too many teeth. <laughs> and no toothbrush. <laughs> No toothbrush. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're in a good mood, so let's roll into the Glad Game. The Glad Game is brought to you by Louis Corivo of Warren Sinclair LLP, a central Alberta law firm dedicated to helping all its clients achieve their business and personal goals. Learn more at warrensinclair.com. Uh, so I'll go first, I guess, uh, since I, I brought, brought this one up uh, a few episodes ago. Uh, so local teacher Jeremy Spink has made it to the the final three in North America for the NHL Teachers Award. Um, if he wins, 
It'll get $20,000 for the Red Deer Public School Division. The voting ends around May 7th, so it's probably going to be just a few days after this episode drops. So uh, if you're listening to it right away, go ahead and vote as many times as you can. And yeah, best of luck to Jeremy. Well, I'm I'm cheering for Jeremy and I, I really hope he brings home that award. That's pretty unique to Red Deer. But I'm going to piggyback off you, Lundy, a little bit. And I'm glad for another teacher in Red Deer. Um, and I'm probably going to butcher her name. So I apologize in advance. But Rana Dad Mohammed, And uh, she's a teacher at Lindsay Thurber. And uh, she was a, a refugee from a- Afghanistan. She moved here with her family when she was six years old. And she's the Red Deer Public School Division Edwin Parr nominee. And I'm just glad that, you know, we have such passionate teachers in Red Deer, not only Rana, but in, I hope I'm saying that right, but uh, all the teachers that have really pushed through COVID and, and the premise behind this Edwin Parr Award is a first year teacher. So she got really thrown right into the fire with COVID and, and, and has obviously done a huge and a great job in, in managing that and, and making sure students feel at home at school. So well done to Rana and, and we're cheering for you to win that award this year. Yeah, I'll just piggy up. Oh my God. <laughs> my, my teeth, my teeth, I can't talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the piggy went wee, wee, wee all the way home. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to say I'm really glad for one of our new friends, uh, Mr. Riley Kay and Cilantro and Tribe. I'm really glad he decided to bring his his awesome restaurant to Red Deer. We've seen a ton of support from the community and from uh, Cilantro themselves on our Deer Burger and just thankful for all the people that are, you know, driving from kind of all around the province to come try this thing out. And we've seen a lot of posts uh, on social media from people and, and we really just appreciate the support. Uh, and again, Riley, he's just a stand up guy just a great guy to have in our community and just really thankful you know that we got to partner up with them and and i see big things for all of us in the future and i think that's one that you know brings a smile to all of our faces yeah. we got to have our own burger when did you ever think that was going to happen and, and riley and cilantro made that happen with their awesome burger of the month feature that uh donations are going to charity and you know huge shout out to ted he does a whole ton of work on this podcast and puts in a lot of hours we just get to show up and, and chat and he was the one who brought forward heroes hockey um so great job ted for explaining what that was bringing awareness to to our group and now to red deer locally that's the biggest part. And, you know, talking to Riley about this and, and hearing him honestly get a little emotional. And after he learned more about Heroes Hockey and Kevin Hodgson, you know, Dustin, I know you've chatted with him now, really honestly is one of the greatest guys ever. And his attitude is is so infectious, maybe not the right word to use anymore, but his attitude really is, it, it's amazing. So to see that and to see the families too, who are, are part of Heroes Hockey in Calgary uh, come up and to see what it meant to those families that there's a burger of the month anywhere supporting superheroes is amazing. So I know we're not going to hit our goal of, I think it was $2,300 raised because, you know, we were up against it, you know, halfway through the month, indoor dining shut down. It hasn't been very warm for patio weather, but I do know based on what we've seen that it's been amazing. Like Walsh said, the the reception we've got on that burger and the support. So I'm going to count the pennies anyways, because I think if we prorated it for a a normal non-COVID month, I think just based on all the people who went out and supported us, I think we would have smashed that record. So I'm going to go do it anyways. I think it'll be fun. It's something to do. (laughs) You're always looking for something to do, eh? And one more thing just about, because we were raising this money to help bring superheroes to central Alberta because it's just such an important, amazing program. And uh, Dustin, how's that going? Superheroes coming to (laughs) to central Alberta? Well, 
And this has all just become full circle. Like it is so interconnected. It's amazing that I get to be a part of it on both sides. The, the Black Falls Bulldogs, the Town of Black Falls, the Red Deer Rebels, the Calgary Flames, Odier Podcast. I know I'm probably missing one or two, but you know, they're all in partnership and, and joining hands to bring Heroes Hockey to Black Falls and Central Alberta to give those families who have never had a chance to, you know, think that they have kids in hockey that opportunity. So it's been almost like a roller coaster of emotions for me to to just see you know everyone's so excited for this to happen and, and come out and I know it just just came out publicly in you know a day or two so you know it's pretty new and and hopefully we can bring more awareness to to this program as we move ahead it's pretty amazing to see uh, through a pretty bumpy month for for it to end this way is is pretty cool so thank you cilantro and chive and riley and his wife kim and everyone there for letting us be a part of that and for bringing in superheroes into this and one last time thank you everyone for your support because it it was amazing and a ton of fun and at this point when we're recording we don't know what the may burger of the month is yet at at either location but i can't wait to to go out and, and try that as well uh, yeah, it, like what a cool experience to just uh, to be part of the process, create your own burger, and then to hear the feedback from all your friends and even complete strangers that they liked they liked the burger. They they've ordered it three or four times now, and that's we, it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know some people may have ordered a few more than that, but. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, to top it off, we're raising money for a great cause. I know going forward, I'm going to be supporting the Burger of the Month at least once a month when I'm there, even if it's something new and something I, I don't usually try, uh, just because it is such a, a cool program that that they've implemented at Cilantro. Teddy, bef- before we move on, I know we've, we've ran a little bit long in the Glad game. There's lots to be glad about, but it's May 6th. This episode's releasing today, and we're three days away from Mother's Day. I have to be glad about all the mothers out there. I know, you know, people with wives, my wife's a rock star, lets me do this podcast, lets me do all kinds of crazy stuff. My mother, you know, all your mothers, every mother out there that does so much work for their family, cheers to you. <laughs> that, kind of, that kind of sounded like an insult. All your mothers. Yeah. <laughs> but, cheers to all yeah. the moms out there though. Happy Mother's Day. We are going a little long, but lots to be glad about. And I think we need it right now. And I think we have to mention again, and we'll talk about this a little bit later again, but when we talk about everything cilantro and chive has done for us, it makes me think about from Bose, Ryan and Riley and the things they've done for us lately. And and we give them shout outs here and there, but again, just another huge shout out to them because Bose is so much more than just the, the bar. You know, they're obviously big in the music scene, but now they've got the studio going. They've got their podcast, The Road, The Stage going, which is four episodes deep now by the time this one comes out. Uh, But Ryan and Riley, they're just out and about in the community. They do a ton of stuff for us, making great videos, uh, and they're doing that for a lot of people. So once again, uh, you can get a hold of Bose Bar and Stage or even us if you just want to get in touch with those guys and and make a video. But just once again, they they do a ton for us and and come out and record us doing all this dumb stuff. So just one more shout out to them. And so now we'll go to our, our feature guest, of course, we mentioned episode sponsors, DNA Plumbing and Heating out of Sylvan Lake. So we had Mike Dempster. Uh, you know, you guys grew up playing hockey with him. Dustin, you played junior hockey with him. I met him re- more recently doing the Red Deer Wrestler stuff, but he's been uh, been a plumber for a long time and, and really a pretty cool interview, something a little different that we haven't done before and lots of fun stuff and innuendos in there. So before I give any more away, here we go. All right, back in the backyard for another interview, and our, our guest just keeps stepping it up. Now we have Mike Dempster from DNA Plumbing. He brought us DNA hoodies for everyone. And I guess for this, for the podcast, we have to do a little bit of described audio because Dustin and Lund are sitting on toilets right now. 
pretty nice ones. I'm guessing I'm guessing they're for sale. So if you if you like what you see, or I guess if you're just listening, if you like what you hear, it looks like Dustin. You look right at home. I mean, yeah, Dams. Can I get the model number on this one? That's a contract four seven two two. All right, perfect. We got that on video. And I mean, this podcast goes in the toilet anyways. So we thought. Let's just start there. So, Mike, thanks for coming. Thank you to you and, and DNA Plumbing for sponsoring this episode and, and hanging out in the backyard with us. Yeah, thanks for having us. It, uh, it's kind of neat. It's the first kind of venture we've done in the, the podcast world. We're maybe a little late to the party on that kind of thing, but uh, the Odeer podcast seemed like the best place to start. Yeah, you start at the bottom and, <laughs> and work your way up. So, so first off, you know, we, we talk a lot about supporting local. And of course, when we say that, we think going to a local restaurant or even a local clothing store, but it's important too to support the local companies like DNA Plumbing, you know, all the trades companies and stuff. So just to start off, tell us a little bit about DNA, uh, where you guys are, what you guys do. Yeah, so we're uh, we're in Sylvan Lake, so we serve all of Central Alberta. Actually, even more so right now, we got jobs in in Golden and in Bonneville, so we're we're venturing out. But uh, actually, a couple of weeks from now is our our ten year. So we're we started May fifteenth, twenty eleven, and started with five or six guys, uh, two local owners, and we've been kind of plumbing away mostly at the beginning, mostly residential, new construction. Obviously, branched into different aspects of plumbing to to maintain business. But you know, maybe we're a little bit out of the radar, a little bit tucked away, but we do service quite a bit of the Red Deer's new home construction market for sure. This is going to be a really nice informative interview. We're going to get into the plumbing tips and all that, but first we'll talk about too, between DNA and yourself, a ton of community involvement there. You are the man who revived the Red Deer Rustlers, you know, and revived Dustin and Lund's hockey careers as well. So we won't spend too much time on that, but you know, DNA was behind that as well in the first year and and sponsoring the team and, and bringing them. But that was a ton of work for you. Obviously probably pretty rewarding and, and a great way to get out in the community and relive your glory days. There wasn't very any glory days. So I had to create a <laughs> hockey team. So I keep playing. And these two lasted one season until it got to have to do extra work. And then it was, then it was over for them. <laughs> I thought I'd go on top, you know, playing fourth line, four minutes a game. Uh, I thought it doesn't get any better than this. So I often have like, you know, obviously with late coach Scott, I find myself laughing to the funniest to me. I'm probably funny to you. Lund, you furnace face. (laughs) Sit down. Lund, why is your face so red? You've played three shifts tonight. I think I had more ice time than you just because I did the intermission games out there all the time, the shootout. Yeah, but I had more fun. Yeah, you did. I was a a glue guy. I was the guy that just kept everyone loose. Because your ass was stuck to the bench. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was was the guy that just, that, that opened the doors, gave the players the sticks and and, uh, and really encouraged us to, uh, what did we get that year? Second place? Second place finish? Yeah, we were second in the regular season, which is pretty cool for a And up franchise. until January, I think you had more goals than Kyle Pass. Yeah. And then he came over <laughs> some Watts of six one night, and I think that, I, yeah. that, that, uh, <laughs> that ended his slump, so... <laughs> No, that was that was so much fun, and just goes to show you how much of a community guy you had. A whole lot of business behind our, our team there, and me and Lundy were one year wonders. But you still got this thing going, hopefully post pandemic. So certainly cool to see. Yeah, it's it's been fun. It's obviously it was more work than any of us really anticipated, but uh, you know, it was something that Red Deer hasn't had. Definitely something that hasn't been around for a while. And we figured, what better time to start and keep a couple of the guys. There's obviously a good hockey market for players in Red Deer, and once your your real dream is done, why not? spend a couple more years uh, 
riding bus? Well, it's been great networking, right? We had Jarrett Smith, Unparalleled, who, who made the hoodies we're wearing right now from DNA. And you meet a lot of great people in the community too. And I think this podcast is in a lot of ways stemmed from that because a lot of our a lot of our partners and, and the people who listen and support us are, are all from the wrestlers. So it's been pretty cool. I know uh, my time as a general manager or whatever you want to call it was tumultuous at best. Yeah, Ted, go get me a granola bar from the oh, concession. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great time. And, you know, we'll shift back now to, to DNA and, you know, the pandemic's gone on now. What are we, oh, 13, 14 months almost. So luckily it was great to see, you know, for those service industries to keep going and stuff. But how has that changed too? Because I know, I think it was probably April or May last year, we had an electrician over and it was kind of weird. And, you know, he was talking about, it's weird for him going house to house, obviously thankful to still have a job. But how's that been for you guys? I know uh, whether it's service work, commercial work or anything like that. Well, yeah, obviously uh, with any trade, you have your, your safety protocols, but coming up to something like COVID takes you for a left turn real quick. We had to obviously jump on board with AHS guidelines and, and make sure that our guys are protected and the, and the homeowners that we're working on their products are protected. Honestly, we're pretty lucky being an essential service. We didn't have the big the big shutdowns or, or the big work from home. We were pretty proud of the fact that throughout the pandemic that we had didn't have to lay anybody off. We kept our entire crew working. And that's that's a big thanks to the local trade partners and the local construction companies that, that we work for, uh, that they had their stuff in order and they were ready to roll through and kind of go through together as a team, you know, take it week by week or even day by day some days, depending on, you know, with the, the changes from, well, it changed, seems like it changes out of the hour, so. So Dems, you talk about work in the pandemic. For the viewer, the listener who doesn't know much about DNA, what what type of services do you guys offer? We go from anything. If you're if you want to get a new kitchen faucet, as small as that. Uh, if you want to come out, I'm our showroom attendant, so you can come out and pick a nice new faucet in Sylvan Lake with me, and then I could have one of my guys come install it. Uh, all the way to for any of the service work, you know, clogged toilets, you know, just leaking drains, any regular your hot water tank replacement, uh, furnace fixes, and then on the new home construction side, home renovations, obviously full new builds anything like that right from start to finish so you know like commercial if you got a restaurant or something and a tenant improvement so we're we're kind of all across the board anything you really need so dempster over the years what's been the biggest mess that you've shown up to on a call so i will say that for the last five years i've been a pretty big office rat but when i was on the tools and obviously like i was in new construction mostly so there's really no messes when you for me when you consider you're talking about other people's feces mess yeah <laughs> wow I, I didn't want to go and Cats say it but yeah, yeah like. um, but for me i had a big acreage on the way to sylvan lake on asplin road and we air test our water lines obviously for a little bit of peace of mind when you turn on the water and air test held and i came back the next day and i was ready to turn on water so i turned on the water and i was going room to room testing and i came to the basement and they had probably like a 30 foot hallway and it maybe had a pot light every five feet it was like a 30 foot custom shower (laughs) it was just going down coming through the roof and i was pretty new well new i was a second or third year so i hadn't seen anything like this before and i remember actually one of the owners of dna now or the owner from the beginning i called Aaron. I was like, Aaron, you got to get here. I have no idea what <laughs> to do. He said to me, he's like, did you turn off the water? I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I should do that. <laughs> Just froze. Terrible reaction time. So, and I know I'll say going back to my, I have quite the the past as far as careers going, career changes for a couple of years before I went to broadcasting school. We've talked about this a lot. I worked as a plumber, thought about apprenticing, but just did it to make money. And I'll tell you what, like, 
I, I worked a lot on like the drain servicing side. So, you, you know, you work your way up so you can be an office rat, be off of tools. But when you're, when you're basically doing it just to make money, yeah, you're doing drains and, and you see some shit. So London, <laughs> if, if, if pun intended, but I will say too, and you know, because you think the first thing everyone thinks of, and you are probably so sick of this, whenever they hear the word plumber, they just automatically think poop. And that's really just the, the drain cleaning side of it. A lot of plumbers don't deal with that ever. It's more, it's, it's water is, is what you deal with mostly. In it. Yeah, I would say our, our most common service call would be the no heat or no water, um, especially in the wintertime with Alberta temperatures. Your furnace is stopped, your hot water tank stopped. Those are, would be the most common. Obviously, there is a ton of, of sewer cleaning calls, and I'll throw a shout out to JP, my service manager. He handles all those. So. boy, JP. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? There's some guys, even some guys that are in service plumbing that, that don't handle it well and they come back and they, you know, they got to go home and change and they're, but it's something that needs to be fixed. Everyone needs to obviously use, use the washroom and we're happy to provide the service. You guys offer uh 24 seven services too? Yeah. We're 24 seven all the time. Anytime you need us. Um, we will, you know, obviously there's a call out rate. And if you're calling on the weekend at 11 o'clock saying that my outside tap is dripping, <laughs> uh, you know, you could wait, maybe it's a Sunday night and yeah. it's 11 o'clock. You're like, well, you know, you could wait until seven 30 tomorrow morning and I don't have to charge you a call out rate. Yeah. And lots of times people like they appreciate the openness on that. And we'll, they'll prefer to have no hot water for a couple of days if they could save a couple bucks. So we're just trying to be open with the chargers and stuff. So shifting gears a little bit, cause I'm more interested personally. Do you guys have like a recommendation of, of when you should change out furnace or hot water heater or toilets? Like a, a yearly, like, is it five years, 10 years? It's tough to on the furnace and hot water tank front. They give you five to 10 years is what they, is what they say. That being said, you could have, it's just like a vehicle. I kind of related to, you could have a vehicle, they, you know, you're going to replace a vehicle every five or six, eight years, whatever, or you could have one that runs forever. It's good to do yearly maintenance, have somebody come through your furnace once a year and check it out, make sure everything's working good. Um, your hot water tank, it's good to drain once a year, which not many people do. Oh yeah. I've never done that. They're fitted with a nice little hose connection right at the bottom. Lundy, have you done that? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I've, I'm just thinking like, oh, I've owned my house for eight years and no, I have not done. So I guess what's the benefit of, of doing that? Like, does it, uh. With our water in Red Deer, it's extremely hard. So unless you have some sort of water filtration, which is always recommended, it's just sometimes it's a little pricey and it's not necessarily at the forefront of people's minds. But uh, our water calcifies and obviously it's getting heated up in the tank and then that calcification builds up, builds up and starts just pretty much wrecking everything in there. You know, we'll carry out tanks that'll end up having a 40 gallon tank that'll have foot and a half of sediment in the bottom of it. Yeah, that's probably what mine looks like. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. So I've got a question for everyone here. We're all, you know, mid thirties, flashback 15 years. Do you think you'd be sitting in a backyard talking about hot water heaters on the edge of your seats or your <laughs> toilet bowls, actually like hanging on to this information? Cause I'm thinking this is great stuff for the podcast. <laughs> right? like, that's uh, it's, it's funny how times change. 15 years ago, uh, I guess I wasn't living with you that time. I was, it was one year out of that, but I, I thought that I was definitely going to be playing hockey somewhere at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you still are kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Probably getting more ice time too. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, 15 years ago, uh, yeah, uh, this is exactly where I thought I'd be. <laughs> I, I know thought... Dustin knew he'd be sitting on a toilet. Yeah, like yeah. I, I couldn't, I'm not letting a lie. I'm like so comfy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, lived with, I lived with Dustin and he spent a lot of time sitting yeah. like that. Yeah, what was so what was the weirdest or worst thing about 
sharing a billet with Dustin. Well, we didn't only share a billet. We actually shared a bedroom. We had one bedroom with three beds in it. (laughs) And so you're going to say one bed. No, No, there was no, there's no big wrestling matches, but probably, I don't know, you maybe agree with me. The weirdest thing, we had a kid from Calgary live with us for our first year and he seemed like an all right guy. They put me and Dustin together with him and he was a bit of a sleepwalker or a sleep. He just, (laughs) so he woke up or he'd wake up a few times and he'd be, and to put a picture to the face, he looked like the bad guy from the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Last Action Hero. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real creepy looking guy. <laughs> Hopefully not a podcast. It's one hundred percent correct. Too. <laughs> yeah. And we'd woke up a couple times, and he'd just be like looking over our beds. And I was shortly after that. I think we both went to the coach's office. Like we got to get this guy traded out of here. <laughs> like Coxie, you got to trade this guy. See, I'm not the only one who does that. <laughs> one. It yeah. happens. Well, you got kicked downstairs though. You got kicked right out of Lundy, Lundy's bedroom. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, wait, let's just back up. No, Ted. Ted's never been in my bedroom, even though we do live together. Ted's never been caught. Yeah. in Lund's bedroom. Yeah, Dempster, is that how you got into plumbing? Just living with Dustin all those years and, and, and yeah, having to fix the toilet. toilet. Yeah. There was there was one day. I think we both had our girlfriends down. There was one day where the basement plumbing fully backed up, and we had to go to a hotel. He bought us a hotel that night. Yeah. And, you, and you said you're so never again. Yeah, I'm gonna learn how to fix this if it's the last thing I do. You know what? I was probably the worst apprentice plumber in the history of plumbing. I hadn't lifted a tool. I'd never swung a hammer. Nothing. I full out thought I would be either playing hockey or in an office somewhere. And I, my buddy Jay was plumbing. He just, I wanted to get some money and it was a boom. It was busy. And he said, well, this company in Sylvan Lake seems like a good fit. And it was the company that most of us had worked at prior to DNA. And I went out and I called and said, hey, are you looking for apprentices? And the guy just said, yeah, you're hired. Show up tomorrow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that, that was that. So have you been with DNA since they started then for all? Yeah, I've been with DNA since day one. Wow. Yeah, it is. It's a great career. Like the, the biggest reason I didn't stick with it is I'm just, I'm not made to work with my hands. Like people see, I got the perma shakes. <laughs> you know, people have seen, if you ever see me on stage, it's just a piece of paper. Everyone thinks I'm nervous, but I just have the shakes. Uh, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. Is it still like, it, it's been in a boom. Are there still a lot of people like you guys find you get a lot of people applying to apprentice or is it a little harder to find these days uh it's been challenging to be quite honest um i don't know if it's just that maybe there's not enough knowledge about what the career is or the paths you can take with the career i did a seminar last week with 24 students that are doing a manpower like a training course and with that they get they go through and they learn a little bit about each trade then they get a practicum and the one they choose to do and i did 45 minutes of questions last week and it was pretty basic questions where they had no idea at all what what we did and from that five or ten of them had reached out and said they'd like to apprentice or at least do their practicum Um, young apprentices so we've been in sylvan lake for 10 years and in the 10 years we've been there we've had one person that's a local sylvan lake kid walk in the door at 18 and say he wants to be a plumber so it's it's definitely a challenge i think that there could be some better education about the career path and and the sustainability of it i mean when you look at the ups and downs of of i mean hopefully we'll never have to go through a pandemic again but the ups and downs of the pandemic where my guys were putting in regular 40-hour work weeks and regular paychecks the same as they were before and lots of people didn't have that luxury it's a testament to the trade i think it's a testament to the building society in, in central alberta that they were strong enough to, to push through Dempster, as, as the as the job changed at all over the last 10 years, like has technology made things different for you guys, made things better, or is it basically the same same sort of basics that you that you did 10, 12 years ago? I mean, the code changes every five or seven years. Um, pretty minor stuff in the, in the code changes, but obviously your, your technical equipment, your hot water tanks and your furnaces and stuff, they get a little bit more advanced. You start doing stuff into custom houses and you get into, 
a shower you can control from your phone and and cool stuff like that or you get you know automatic leak uh, like Moen's got a like a flow sensor that goes on there so if you go on vacation or something and it learns how much water you use and if it drips then it'll shut off your water to your house and stuff like that there's so yes the technology oh, yeah. has changed well, a lot. the yeah, reason, long the answer, reason why I'm asking like I've heard some stories about these Japanese toilets that are just <laughs> like they're supposed to be the Rolls Royces of toilets Am I hearing correctly or? Yeah, there's, I don't know what brand specifically from, from Japan. We haven't went down the $10,000 toilet route yet. Yeah, you're um, on like a Ford Model T right <laughs> yeah. now. If that's a case. Yeah. <laughs> like a steady dependable. No, uh, like a few brands, Kohler, Toto, they have, Toto's, for example, is called a washlet and it's a toilet seat that you could put on any toilet in your house. And then it has a spritzer. It's got heated water. It's got the whole nine yards. You could leave there smelling like a flower and Jeez. have something sprayed on you. One you're day. All... Hey guys, maybe <laughs> yeah. one day. So, question, dream. Question of the group. Have you guys ever used a bidet and do you sell them? I sold my first real, like true bidet that you'd see at a, at a Mexican resort or something like that probably two months ago. We've sold a bunch of the seats, but not many people. One for space-wise, you don't have a ton of room to have a full exercise toilet beside you. It's not a Western or North American thing, really. So I, you guys I, I watched Dustin try a bidet. We're at a, a hotel room. This was out in Edmonton. And yeah, I just walked away. Dustin opened door. Hey, Ted, I'm trying this bidet. <laughs> so did you sit on it the right way? I had no it. idea. It was How, like, what way did you sit on it? Show me. Like like this. Yeah, you're wrong. It's the other way. Oh, <laughs> you really? sit on forward so you can oh. control the water. Oh, I see. I wouldn't have <laughs> known that either. Yeah. Wow. Why you sit on backwards? Well, for a bidet. Yeah. yeah, try it out. What are you going to control? <laughs> are you gonna, oh, yeah, that's Are nice. you going to control your yeah. hot water behind your back? I don't know. Or described video, I've, or described audio, Lund turned around and tried tried it. Because I did the same, that's the only time I ever used one was at a hotel and they did the same thing as you and I just had to kind of adjust myself yeah. so it yeah, hits. It makes sense. So it makes sense. would have been better because then Dustin and I wouldn't have had to make eye contact <laughs> while he did. Look at the- This the, really did go in the toilet. The I wealth of knowledge you guys have just yeah. picked up. Oh, okay. It's good to know. Okay, let's let's circle back here. You know, you talked about education and knowledge. Do you have any secret tips that you can give to the average person like me and Lund who haven't who checked their hot water, water, water yeah. heater? I think the the biggest tip, and I could circle back to where where I froze and, and when I, the water was coming through the ceiling. Whether it's a new build or you're moving into a house, I'd say familiar familiarize. That's a bad, big word. Hey? Yeah. Um, <laughs> learn and know where your shutoff valves are. Your gas shutoff. Your main water shutoff. Because in an, an instant, say you call and say this something's going wrong. This is going here. The first thing I'm going to say is, well, can you shut off your water or is your water shut off? Right. Obviously, stop the damage as quick as you can. The hot water tank is a good one. It's pretty easy. There's always a floor drain in the mechanic room. Get a little hose, shut off your water, turn it on, let it drain down, turn it off, fill it back up. It's pretty simple. Like obviously the same as a vehicle. If you're going to go and you don't change your oil for 500,000 kilometers and your engine blows, you're like, oh, this car's garbage. Like, well, you didn't do anything to fix it. If you have a drip coming from your outside tap, if you have a drip underneath your sink, if your faucets are loose, those little things that you can do yourself are typically, my guys don't really want to go out to a call like that and drive to Red Deer to tighten a nut and then have to charge you a hundred bucks. So lots of that stuff will work through over the phone. Like, can you do this? Can you do this? And if you maintain that stuff, typically things last longer. I mean, Lundy, your house is eight years old. We haven't had any service calls yet. So that's been good. In this day and age, like with YouTube, you could probably fix a lot of things on a toilet just by going on YouTube and stuff. But where, what's the line would you say between trying to fix it yourself and calling you guys? Calling DNA plumbing. Yeah. Name drop. Yeah, yeah. Name drop, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I would say that you kind of trust your gut on that one. I think that if you're pretty handy, if you can change your oil, you could probably change the, you know, your toilet fill valve. 
if you don't feel like you can do that and you're not, you know, you're, you don't want to wreck anything worse than it is. I think that if you're uncomfortable to do it, call. And then if there's something that we can talk you through or walk you through, we'll take that route. And if it's something that we feel is necessary for us to come out and fix or troubleshoot, then, then we'll go that route. But I answer the phone 50% of the time that we're there and the other side is our office manager. So it's, it's, I would say call if you're unsure. Yeah, I would think, would you say too, like if you get to a point where you got to pull the toilet off, that's where I learned, that's where it, it's, it's less, of a, less of a hobby and more of a, a call a plumber. Yeah, I mean, and it's obviously, if, especially if you know if you have a finished basement or if you're on the second floor of your house, you pull a toilet off, you put a toilet back on, you don't do it right, then all of a sudden you're going from a toilet repair to a ceiling repair, and if you don't catch it for a while, then you got mold, and it goes down a whole path of no fun. So, so last thing on the toilets too is there. There's a trick that everyone should do every now and then, right? To just make sure you're you're not wasting water. Yeah. So toilets leaking is a is a really easy waste of water, and it's hard to see if you're not there to hear it fill up again. It's an easy one. I know people have called in, so you know, their water bill is three or $400 and it's a $12 part plus a little bit of time kind of thing. So if you're not sure, you could open the back of your toilet in the tank and you could dump in, you know, five or 10 drops of food coloring and then sit there for a bit. And if the food coloring gets into the bowl, then your tank's leaking. So then you need a little quick part, call us or you go to Home Depot, fix it, save water, save the environment. Yeah. And I know I've seen from experience too, the other issue with if it's running all the time is if you clog your toilet, and don't know it, it's just going to keep running and filling up. And I've I've seen a couple of those where yeah, just you leave. basically end up with a flooded flooded house. There's one, if you have plugged your toilet and flushed it once, don't flush it again. Yeah. <laughs> just that there's a pro tip. I'm learning lots. Yeah, I should be, I should be taking notes. Yeah. I wish you would have brought your clipboard today, Lundy. Shit. You know what? The When when our guys see people, the one thing that you can do, which is a, a problem, is if you're, you are plunging your toilet a lot, you can actually blow through the wax seal and cause a leak. So obviously, if there's something in there that's maybe not directly in your toilet, but it's down the line and it's a continual problem where you're finding... Yeah, every two weeks I'm, this thing's plugging. It's probably something that you should probably get your line scoped and looked at down the line because there's probably a buildup, not necessarily at your toilet, but down. So that's, I guess, something to consider too. If it's, a, if it's, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how everyone's different, I guess, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's something that maybe to consider. One, if you're dusting, probably like a, a toilet, a closet auger, a toilet auger might be a good investment too, right? If, because it yeah. could be like a pen, something like, especially when you have kids. You know, obviously, I think Dustin, when he plugs the toilet, he knows why. But, you know, if you're flushing a little bit of toilet paper only in it and it and it plugs, I, I know that. That got me out of a, many a jam and still will. There's, there's a pro tip. You just said flush toilet paper. That's about the only thing that you should flush. Yeah. Don't put things down the toilet that shouldn't be down the toilet flat out. That, that's <laughs> a bad idea. No paper towel, no anything else. Just, yeah. just toilet paper. You think that's common knowledge, but people still... What about those flushable wipes? Because I've heard both sides of those. Our guys all say that they still cause problems. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you got a kid, you could do what you got to do, but I would tend to not think it's a great idea. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I won't do it anymore. <laughs> I didn't mean to attack you. Sorry. Yeah, Lund. <laughs> no, I, I know you're a big flushable wipes guy, Ted. No, I just throw them out in your garbage. <laughs> That's why you're in my room all the time. I, I I did use them, and then I realized, and then I saw learn more, like because they say, "Hey, plumber approved on them." Then I learned, oh, maybe you shouldn't or don't flush more than one. So that was more in the the toilet, the no toilet paper era, where it kind of had the ordered those as a backup. But no, that's that's good advice too. So any other tips before we, we move on to a little bit little bit more fun? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think you guys have maybe tipped me out. I think that honestly, just. Uh, like I said before, doesn't necessarily, you know, obviously I'd want you to call us, but if there's 
a local person or another plumbing company, if there's something that you, you think that you might need to get looked at, it's better to do it before it's a big problem. Uh, yearly maintenance is always better than 10-year maintenance. It just, the math works. If you pay a little bit, you're going to save a lot in the end. Well, pretty humble by you to to say that, but I will say from our side of things, make sure you do call DNA because you guys are a huge supporter of the podcast already. Obviously the wrestlers more community minded. And if you have never heard of DNA, make sure you check them out next time you need a plumbing problem or something checked out. And you do like renovate. There's the renovations like you guys do. We'll, we'll do that before we get to the game. Like you guys yeah. do a lot more than just service plumbing as well. Like people can use you in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Renos, renos are huge. And, and you know, we do have a lot of the, the bigger contractors in town, but, and I think that might deter some of the smaller contractors contractors that I think that we maybe we were too busy to to accommodate a smaller even if you're building one house or you're general contracting your own house like I said if you want a kitchen reno and you want to pick a sink and a faucet I'm in if you want a full house reno top to bottom I come out and do the estimates I kind of do there are a few different hats that work so I'll come out do the estimate I'll do up your estimate send it back to you you can meet me do your client meeting pick out your fixtures we obviously work with a bunch of the wholesales in town that have a little bit bigger showrooms if we need to meet there if it's something fancier but yeah no we love renos we love small contractors we love pretty much anything you need to do on especially in the new construction side uh, we'll do it and even if they don't need you they can just call you up and uh and chat, hey, just yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, totally. We talk yeah. about the Oilers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, perfect. One thing too, when you when you mentioned the sink, you reminded me you were like you're the gift that keeps on giving today, and you were setting the bar so high for guests that you're also going to do a social media giveaway with us. And we talk about thinking 15 years ago, this would not be an exciting prize, but what you're giving away right now actually is an exciting prize. Yeah, so I get actually two prizes. Yeah, we got a uh, are, they, are they these two toilets. Uh, no, they're not these two oh, toilets. No. Dustin already left a prize yeah. in his yeah. Yeah. slightly used toilets. Yeah. I told you the one that you're sitting on is going to my basement. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> no, we have uh, a shower head, a rain shower head, and a rain shower arm from Riabel. So a nice eight inch rain head and a 16 inch arm to spruce up your shower. And then we have a Moen pull down uh, black kitchen faucet. Black seems to be the the color of the year. That's probably you know 80 percent of our upgrades this year are going to matte black so yeah we had a couple great companies provide some stuff for the listeners so and, and what are those worth oh uh, your shower head and shower arm you're looking at around a 150 200 wow. range and the the faucet would be right around that 300 oh so that's that's some big prizes so make sure you check out our social media if you're listening to this episode in time check it out go go to our uh, instagram page and see if that's still going but thank you for that too like that's an that really is an awesome prize. And I think I'm guessing probably in the last year, people have been at home a lot. A lot of people are fixing their homes and yeah. renovating. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. You know, you're, you're sitting there and if you're working from home and maybe you don't see that, you know, the faucet that really bugged you for the last two years, but now you're looking at it for eight hours a day every time you go for a coffee break or a water break and you're like, I got to get this thing out of here. I hate it. And it's surprising, honestly, how much, you know, a new sink and a new faucet changes the look of a kitchen, but we're more than happy to help. And hey, whoever wins, make sure you call DNA to get it installed because Dustin will not be doing it for you. I was just going to say, is there like a follow-up video to this when we give, he can't really mess up the shower head that bad. I'll do the connection yeah. <laughs> in the wall and he could do the connection yeah. in the shower. So if it leaks, it'll right. just be in the shower. I thought, I thought Mike said that I was going to be installing Dustin and Ashley DNA, baby. Yes. <laughs> New ownership. Those are, yeah, I would take either one of those prizes. Yeah, well, you well, can't win. I can say, uh, like you two years ago when we ran our oh, rustlers, our rustlers counts. night, Mike and DNA donated a, a shower head and a faucet, and I ended up being the lucky winner of the selling auction. And I can tell you from firsthand, it, it does spruce up your kitchen, and the shower head has been awesome. So Ashley is going to be creating some burner accounts tonight to get in on that contest, <laughs> so she can actually win it. But uh, here's hoping. 
All right. Well, you you and Lund do have something you can win right now. We're going to do a contest again. You guys probably know, and I know all too well, if you really like saying that's what she said all the time, like plumbing is the career for you because there's a lot of those terms that sound dirty, but aren't. And <laughs> so I know the answers, but you two are going to play a game called plumbing or poppycock. <laughs> so you have to okay. tell us. Explain the second word. <laughs> poppycock means nonsense. Okay. Just, I figured it out. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and you have to decide we're going to go through, we're going to do it the way Jody did it as well. We're going to go through this time. I'm going to keep score though. Yeah, but smart. We've got some words in here and you have to tell us if they're plumbing terms or something that Dempster and I made up. Good luck, Lundy. Yeah, best luck to you. Okay. <laughs> I've got no. Our first idea. word in the first ever plumbing or poppycock is nipple. Plumbing. <sighs> poppycock. The next word is ballcock. Poppycock. <laughs> plumbing. The next one is discharge head. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you really brought this to the mature group. <laughs> Plumbing. I'll go poppycock again. All right. We have blow bag. Plumbing. Plumbing. You guys going to buckle up for this one. You ready? Snap on cock. <laughs> I'm waiting for Dustin's reaction. I'm laughing before it happens. Just stare at the ground. Yeah. Just yeah. You can do it. Snap on cock hole cover. Can you repeat that? <laughs> Snap on cock hole cover. Can you please use that in a sentence? I recently purchased a new snap-on cockhole cover. Plumbing. Poppycock. There's no way. There's no way that one's true. Butt fusion. <laughs> that's that's poppycock. Poppycock. Sea snake. That's plumbing. plumbing. Pipe dope. Poppycock. The last one, curb cock. What is with all these cocks? <laughs> plumbing. <laughs> curb cock. Poppycock. <laughs> so for the, here I for, thought we were just yeah, gonna be the yeah. first one to pee in these toilet swings. <laughs> no, that we went so for the sake of maturity, they were all plumbing terms. Oh, no! So I went I went a lot of plumbing. You did good. So yeah. no. Lund, I think, did three out of nine, and Dustin did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So let's out see if they nine. know what they mean. I thought they were gonna go yeah, the other way. I, I, I know chance I, I know like half of them. Sea snake is the only one I would know. So you said nipple was plumbing. Yeah. I, I think nipple's plumbing now. What? You can't change it. <laughs> we just, okay, we just said they're all is. plumbing. Oh, yeah. I thought I you were sorry, just being I funny. Heard. I thought you were just... Is it an attachment that you put on pipes? A nipple? Pretty close, yeah. It's a short piece of pipe to join to. So, Lundy, what's a, what's a ball cock? Oh, a ball cock <laughs> is... It's when you put a... <laughs> I don't think I want him to answer this. It's just when you have... You, you have a ball, two balls... <laughs> yeah, eh. <laughs> that's no, all you need to do. I have no idea. Dustin, you might oh, know this one. I don't know, Balcock, no. It's the fill valve for the toilet. So it's it's kind of, okay. you oh, kind of really? don't see them as much anymore, right? It used to be almost like, you know, like the, it literally was a ball. Like, that, that now filled it's in more the hole? a vertical. It filled in the hole to, yeah, okay, I had to replace no, one of those. No, that's the flapper. Oh yeah, it's a flapper. I had to replace <laughs> a flapper one time. Which should be a hilarious word too, but compared to everything else, it's just not. <laughs> I cannot believe those are all plumbing terms. Oh my Lord. I they're all going to be plumbing. They're never going to get discharge head. It's a, it's a pump differential. Blow bag. It's when you're tired from, <laughs> you, let's say you have a flood and then you're tired from pumping all the water out. Blow bag is for you to hyperventilate <laughs> and just to relieve some stress. Oh I mean, you you started in the somewhat similar direction there. You were talking about cleaning pipes. It's it's a bag used for blowing through and cleaning pipes. Uh, that, that's my next guess. Yeah. <laughs> a rubber bladder, if you will. Um, okay. The word of the hour. One of you guys take a run at what a snap on cock hole cover is. A snap hole. What snap was it? on. Snap. Cock hole cover. 
Is it uh, another toilet piece? No. I was thinking furnace. No. It's, uh, let's say you have a faucet or a sink that's got multiple holes and you get a new faucet that's got just a single hole. It's just a cover for that extra hole. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> they, simple. They could, yeah. they could have made a better name. So I think before we say <laughs> the word anymore, like what in, in plumbing terms, like is the word cock, it seems like pretty universal, like, but where, where, like, where does it come from? What's the generic use for it? If You'd you know think that. that plumbing for 15 years that I would have yeah. looked that up. I've never looked up the answer to that. Yeah. I don't know. A bunch of guys are sitting around and decided they would have fun with plumbing. I don't Yeah. Cause it makes sense. Like snap on hole cover. <laughs> yeah. That makes total sense. Like, yeah. what, what should we call this? We could choose any word for this hole cover. Well, <laughs> yeah. Dempster, do you, do you, for any apprentices that you guys have, do you just like make up tools or make up parts for them to go check out? Oh, uh, like some, like sometimes, like the typical like old jokes. I mean, some guys used to be pretty mean back in the day. They'd, you know, get their apprentices to say, go clean the burrs of the copper. And obviously that cuts your finger. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, Ooh. like, I don't know, it's kind of like the way that's, in my opinion, it's the way that sports have went to the, the, the hazing and the, the stuff that everyone thought was funny back in the day kind of doesn't seem to happen anymore and probably for the right reasons yeah yeah fair enough let's get one more definition from lund here before you wrap up i want lund to tell me what a curb cock is so you guys know that like like that when the pipe like that u-shaped pipe is like for wherever wherever a p-trap sure a p-trap for technical definition how do you clean the p-trap you get a curb cock (laughs) (laughs) So kind of universally, caulk and plumbing is used as like a valve, a shutoff. So there you have a gas caulk, which would be on your furnace line, your gas line going to your furnace, your hot water tank. Your curb caulk, as you could imagine, is located near your curb of your house and it shuts off the water to your house from the city connection. Oh, that's a city it's connection. A ci- okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in like a grown up person, maybe instead of being in a game like this, they might call it just the CC. So, so the curb cock would be the one that when Lund doesn't, <laughs> when Lund doesn't pay his water bill for four months, they would come turn it off on your front lawn. Absolutely. And so, and that's, you should always make sure you know where your curb cock is. <laughs> It Always is. make sure you know where you're. Co- I'm looking down in the shower and can't find it, and it's out on the curb the whole time. <laughs> in the toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know where my curb cock is. <laughs> Probably out by the yeah, curb. Man, I'm this- have to have a look now. Well, if anyone's still listening at yeah. this point. I mean, yeah. that's a, that's really a good place to end, but I did, we, we did learn a lot and feature someone, as we said, supporting local goes way beyond restaurants and shops. It, it's all our trades in that. And I think, uh, we know DNA, um, at least since I've met you through the wrestlers stuff, right? Like I've seen DNA do some great stuff and you're heavily involved in the community. And for these guys, you know, since we started this podcast, I've been pretty hard on them. Like, Hey, we can swear we can do that and not cross the line. So thank you for coming and giving, like, we, we didn't say anything that wasn't a plumbing term today double entendre central yeah so thank you for that too very on on point very clean yeah highbrow humor yeah personally this was a fun interview for me you know me and mike got to live together we grew up together played hockey together lived together in olds for two years have since reconnected after hockey being both back in red deer and and certainly really happy that you sponsored the podcast obviously with dna and and uh, gave us all the tips so thanks for coming out mike i really appreciate that yeah, it was fun. I've been looking forward to it. I was a little tentative about the weather today, but it turned out to be pretty nice. And obviously, you know, to you guys have to put a 
bunch of work to to make this happen in a backyard. Yeah, but. London, London, Dustin sure did a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we sit on the toilets. Yeah, that's our job. Do you have your legs go numb? Because that happens to me if I'm on one. Is, I guess that's when you're on your phone, right? And yeah, resting just, on your legs. I'm yeah, just this chilling. Is, yeah, this is where I do my best work. No <laughs> yeah. wonder the answers are so good today yeah. from both of them. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so they're thinking. So I've never felt more. Yeah, I never just relaxed. Yeah, so relaxed. Can we install right one of these in the Bose well, studio. Lundy, yeah. <laughs> Lundy's got the comfort height one though too. This is this is perfect. Hi, uh, Dempster. Yeah, thanks for coming out. I got to brush up on my cocks, obviously. <laughs> and I, I, I think uh, I got to give you guys a call because I haven't had anyone inspect inspect any of my plumbing since the eight years I've been here. So maybe leave your card at the end of this uh, <laughs> this interview. <laughs> We actually, we, for those that don't know, we did plumb Lundy's house. So oh, it's a yeah. good thing that eight years in, there's nothing, nothing too bad that's happened. But yeah, no, it, uh, it was a pleasure. It was lots of fun. Uh, hopefully you get some good listeners out of it. And if there's ever a, a time we don't want to talk about plumbing and welcome to have me back. I don't know. Based on today, I feel like that's all we should talk about <laughs> now, but no, huge thank you to you, Mike, for everything you do for us. You're supporting the podcast. You support us in so many other ways as well. So you need plumbing or heating, make sure you give DNA a call. DNA plumbing.ca. Uh, go check them out. Follow them on Instagram as well. Make sure you check out that social media contest. And I feel like we all need to wash our mouths out with soap now, even though we don't. And a big thank you again to Mike Dempster from DNA Plumbing and Heating for coming out, hanging out in the backyard with us. And again, a lot of firsts again for this interview. First guest to bring props. He brought those toilets for you guys to sit on. Uh, another game with a trophy. Uh, was a lot of fun. And I know that's a that's a good, fun, educational interview, I thought. You know, lots to learn there. And you kind of forget, you know, from the trade side of things, really how important they are and how great of a, a career and industry all of those trades are. That would be uh, that would be a skill I would like to to have to be that handy around the house anytime you're you have an issue with your sink or toilet or your furnace or your you name it just because most of the time when there's something wrong I just rely on a friend to come check it out or or now I'm probably actually gonna call DNA plumbing to to come look at one of my toilets because it's acting up but uh, <laughs> what's it, it like staying out late smoking yeah, cigarettes yeah it's, yeah. Talk, it's talking back and just giving me attitude <laughs> but <laughs> so. Dustin's, Dustin's toilet talks back a lot too <laughs> but in a different way yeah yeah so I just usually say hey buddy eat shit <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I, I never said that to my toilet. You should. That's funny. <laughs> uh, no, like, like uh, in all honesty, I learned a lot from listening to Dempster and uh, I obviously didn't know anything judging by how well I did or how poorly I did in that game at the end, but I, I had a lot of fun chatting with him. Yeah. And I, I will say, Walshy, I know, I know you were unable to be there for some family commitments, but you know, make sure that when you, when you watch this episode back, take some notes because me and Lundy and Ted, and Ted's a plumber, so maybe not as much Ted, but Lundy and I came out of that with, you know, a lot of notes to check out in our house, like the hot water heater and the furnace and, and doing some maintenance, because I'm pretty sure that my hot water heater is half full of sediment. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> after talking with Ashley, we, we can't get a full tub worth of hot water, so, and it's a huge tank, so I look forward to Dempster hauling that thing out of my house and telling me how much is in there. Well, I like that one too, because again, if you're looking for a plumber, you may not have a go-to. So now any any of our listeners know if you need a plumber, 24-7 service, call DNA Plumbing. They're, they're great people there. Uh, and thank you again to Dempster. You know, for us, he's a buddy of ours, was a lot of fun. So made for a great interview and, and I'm sure we'll in some capacity have him back again And because there's probably some more uh, dirty but not dirty words out there that we can, can throw around. I'm going to need a copy of those notes that you guys took. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just listen back. Yeah. No, it's it's great knowledge to have. And yeah, hopefully people took a lot out of that one. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised how many how many uh plumber terms, how many different cocks there are in the plumbing industry. <laughs> it is it is a it, it's a cock filled industry, my friend. <laughs> cocks and Full butt cracks, hey? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a, the butt cracks is a stereotype. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's got butt cracks. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> I see Lund's butt crack all the time. I've never seen him fix a toilet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on, that's a great time to move on. And switching gears now, time to go into our Red Deer Spotlight presented by Tourism Red Deer. And this time we went, we did it today, like what, eight hours ago or so. So that it's still fresh in our minds and sitting heavy in our stomachs. We went to Memphis Blues Barbecue House which is in Village Mall, so right across from Parkland Mall. A little bit of a, a hidden gem in Red Deer. It's been around for, I think, uh, Jolene, the owner, told us June will be their two-year anniversary. So, you know, barely got through one year before they, they had to go through all this. But we had a great time. Uh, just really before we go into talking about it, just a really quick background on it. There's only nine in between Alberta and BC. So it is it is a bit of a, you know, it's not really a chain like it's you're not going to find it in a lot of places there's four in bc and there's one up in cold lake uh two in edmonton one in sherwood park and then the one here in red deer so unless you live in edmonton you know when you come through red deer it's a great place to take someone from out of town and uh we tried the elvis platter today so it's their their medium-sized platter it's a lot of meat it was it's about a hundred bucks it says it feeds four to six people and not only did we try that was a lie yeah yeah (laughs) So we, we went and we tried to eat it and we tried to eat it in 15 minutes. Not only did we not finish it in 15 minutes, we didn't even finish it. And we had Ryan and Riley help us eat it at the end. And there was still a lot left. Yeah, we had, to, we had to send Ryan and Riley, you know, back home with, I think, four or five doggy bags. Like, at first, when I first looked at that Elvis platter on their website before we had gone there, I'd never been there before. And and like Ted said, it's it's a little bit of a hidden gem. I'll be back. It, it was very, very good. But... It looked like it was doable. I thought we were going to get it done in 15 minutes. I'm a fast eater. I know Ted likes likes eating. You know, <laughs> Lundy and, and Walsh are a little slower, but I, I thought we'd get it done. When it came out, I still thought we had a chance, but then we, we got our first plates in front of us, and I realized it didn't look like we'd taken anything off the platter. I knew we had no shot, but in saying that, the, the meat is fantastic. She gave us such great information and knowledge on their whole process. And, and I will say their fries are to die for. Like, I, I can't wait to go back for their fries. I think I ate as much fries as I did meat. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was a ton of food and I'm, I'm, a, pretty, I'm a small guy. I don't eat a lot. Uh, so there was a lot to choose from it was all really good my favorite thing actually was the cornbread with that caramel bourbon sauce i guess you'd call it but it basically looked like caramel that's sauce. exactly what they oh, call okay it, perfect yeah. i was listening <laughs> yeah. uh but it it looks like caramel sauce that you'd put like on a sunday or something and she said oh just dip your your cornbread in here oh it was so good i could have ate a pound of cornbread today it was awesome and it's it's so hard to find like authentic good barbecue really anywhere. So to have that in, in Red Deer really easily accessible too and, and a great price. Like for a hundred dollars, that platter for four people, that's a good price. But that that fed more like six people and we had leftovers. But I think the vibe there is really cool. It'll be great when we could go back to indoor dining. Um and speaking with Jolene, the owner, you know, Red Deer born and raised too, so really passionate about the community and that. And it is kind of that that small, cozy 
kind of like bluesy feeling like a barbecue house you'd, you'd go to obviously in Memphis or really anywhere in the southern states. And for me, a guy who watches a lot of, you know, Food Network and sees all these you got to eat here type of shows and, and restaurants like that. It's it's pretty cool to go to one and have that. And yeah, we did. We, we filmed a video as well, did a bit of an interview uh, with Jolene while we, we were really rude and talking with our mouths full. But it was really cool to, to learn in that. And we, we got a little bit of a, a lesson on, on how to load a smoker and how they do their brisket and stuff. So uh, thank you again, Ryan and Riley, for coming out and shooting that. So make sure you keep an eye out on social media for that video. But definitely try out Memphis Blues. Again, another great uh, tourism Red Deer member. But that's one of those places you just have to try once. And, and you're hooked, right? And I think a lot of people, it's kind of not really hidden away, but it, it's it's not something a lot of people, maybe they know about it, but have never tried it. So yeah, I'm really glad we went. Yeah, that smoker they have is something else too. It's it's gigantic. And she gave me some some smoking tips because I know I got my dad one last year. And yeah, you're usually th- just out in the back with a rolling paper and shredded pork <laughs> trying to light it. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah so... Uh, and, and getting, getting to know her and talking with her a bit, uh, what she said is she's got some, some customers that just bring in their own meat and they smoke it for them for, for a small fee. So for anyone that doesn't have a smoker out there, that's something that that you could do if you don't really want to take the time to cook it yourself and they'll do it right. They'll do a great job and the smells in there, like it's just gets you, gets you salivating, salivating before the food comes. So it's. I'm, I'm going to go back. Uh, hopefully, next time I go back, I'll be able to, to sit inside. But even still, the patio is still was still pretty good. Can I come? Yeah, we'll see. So, to piggyback off that one, because, you know, thanks for mentioning that. We probably all would have forgot. But she also has, not only can you only, you can bring your own meat there to get smoked, but she also has during the holidays, Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, they actually have turkeys for sale that they smoke. So, if you're an unexperienced turkey cooker, or if you want your turkey, turkey smoked uh, which i'm going to be doing here whenever the next holiday is um you can get it through memphis blues so you know we we had chatted at lunch too all the different opportunities once we get back to some normalcy on on backyard you know barbecue parties Mm -hmm. that we could have that or even you know if you have able to have people in your house again you know instead of ordering 100 bucks worth of pizza just getting 100 bucks worth of meat and it comes with coleslaw and beans and fries and different potato salad and coleslaw potato salad wow yeah it's got all the fixings yeah and there there's the three different sizes right there's the smallest one is the memphis which says feeds about two to four people. And I would say four, like when you think about a lot of restaurants, when you get appetizer platters, like you get enough appetizers for four people. But then for this, like you can feed four plus people. Um, and then the Elvis platter, and then they have the the big one, the, the Priscilla platter that says it feeds 10 to 12 people. And I would also assume it's more than that, but a lot of great options. Like I said, you go grab it, you're supporting local. I don't, I, there's no way I could barbecue food as well as that, or maybe even for the same price going to the store. So lots of options there. And of course we didn't mention they have like sandwiches. Like you don't just have to go and get a huge platter of meat. They've got amazing sides, right? Like Roxanne from Red Deer Eats, she's a vegetarian and still went there and said, Hey, if the sides are this good, then how good would, would the meat be? So, you know, a fun, fun little place to hang out. They're fully licensed. They serve lots of uh, local Alberta craft beer as well. So good place to go hang out, maybe, you know, a date night, anything like that. And if you're just looking for some really good food, Food. And I know I am always looking for some good meat. Yeah, or get get your mom some meat for Mother's Day. Why not? <laughs> Is that the next holiday? Just give your mom a smoked turkey. 
Yeah, yeah, I was just say you could smoke yeah. a turkey for Victoria Day if you want, Dustin. But <laughs> yeah, there you start go. Start some. You know what? Start something worldwide. Worldwide Turkey Day. Yeah. Just just make <laughs> it's Victoria Thanksgiving, Day. Ryan. Turkey Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Good point. Yeah. Well, again, thank you, Jolene, and everyone at Memphis Blues. You know, we had a, a great time hanging out on the on the patio today, doing that, and nice to to hang out outside, enjoy the sunshine, and and have uh, a couple couple good beers and a lot of good meat. So make sure you go check them out, them and all the other restaurants. Everything to do as always. Go to visitreddeer.com and see everything tourism Red Deer has to offer. And can't wait to see what we do next. And then after you're done that and you destroy your toilet, call Dempster at DNA Plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did want to do the toilet tie-in, yeah, but you, I also you can, you can it's that. better to do the toilet <laughs> part after that. we talk about the food than before. Yeah. I might keep it. Okay, it's up to you. Like like it's it's just a part of life. Yeah, everybody poops. Yeah. So this is normally the point in the show where we'd tell everyone to go watch O-Beer, but we're taking a break from O-Beer till we can get back in front of the green screen because Ryan and Riley, specifically Riley, did such an amazing job last time that we felt like we couldn't do it justice. So this is the perfect spot, though, to talk about uh, something really cool Doortender has done for us. They've given us an O-Deer bundle, so you can go on their app, get the O-Deer bundle. You're going to save yourself almost 10 bucks on all this, and, and we talked about it a lot. We thought about the beers we wanted to be part of this bundle. And we, of course, went local. So we chose one thing each from the four breweries. So of course, off the top, we're going to talk about, you got to have a case of troubled tea in there for us. It's summertime. It's golf season. We're going to have the tea. Everyone knows how we feel about tea. We talk about it a lot. So it's in there. Dustin, Walsh, Lund, what what else are you guys drinking? What did you choose to be in this bundle from the other Red Deer breweries? I'm drinking the Belly Hop Pear Face. And it is such a cool can. It's got a guy with two pears on his eyes. Oh, that's why they call it that. It's uh it's a really easy drinking beer. I like sours a lot. This is this isn't a sour, but it's a nice fruity drink for the summer. I've only ever had it twice. This is my second one and, and I really enjoy it. So Lundy, what what's your thoughts? Uh, well, it's funny you asked us because I'm drinking the exact same thing. I mean, it matches my outfit and I know that's huge with a lot of our listeners. Uh, you always want to dress what you drink. So, uh, <laughs> you always want to drink what you, how you dress. The, the pear face guy kind of reminds me of the hamburger. Like it looked, or <laughs> the, like a, the who? The hamburger. Okay. <laughs> the the hamburger. <laughs> I think you were, I think the, the burger alert, right? Yeah. <laughs> like the guy from McDonald's who's always stealing hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that guy. Yeah, we knew exactly uh, who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So it just brings back a whole bunch of fun memories when, <laughs> when I was a kid just stealing hamburgers. And, uh, <laughs> And and it tastes real good too. Like you get your you get your daily intake of fruit just from one beer, and it's and you get your daily intake of alcohol from about seven beer. So it's it's good all around. I first time drinking it, love the can. Well, I guess I love pears, and I would I would buy it again. Is this why your siblings hate you because you stole their burgers <laughs> when you're growing up? Yeah. Well, you'd have to ask them that, but I <laughs> I really hope they don't hate me for that. It's just <laughs> just fun, fun and games, Kev. <laughs> Not to them. All right. I'm drinking the Sawback East Coast style pale ale. It's a very fruity looking beer, uh, cloudy, uh, not hoppy at all. So I've had their West Coast pale ale. It's pretty cool that they have two. I think they came out around the same time and just gives you different flavor profiles. Uh, This one's a lot different than the West Coast because it's very uh, light tasting. 
and really not hoppy at all. So like I say with every beer, it's it's easy drinking and I'm really enjoying it tonight. And you know, to round off the, the Red Deer Breweries, I have the Red Heart English Mild. So it's a, a little different. We've had the, the English Pale Ale before and changed it up a bit with the English Mild. Uh, it's really good. It's, hey, you guys will like this because it's earthy. Yeah, yeah. But it is. It's a nice. It's a nice smooth beer. A little darker. Uh, so if you're you're not into the darker beers, you might not like it as much. But depending on what you're looking for, and this is why it rounds out the O Deer bundle so well. It's only three point five percent alcohol. If you want to have a couple of beer, but you don't want to feel it too much, this is a great beer for that. You know, you you wake up on a Tuesday morning and you're like, oh, I really just want one beer, but I don't want to feel it. This is the beer for you. But honestly, it's a it's a great beer, and I think we have a, a really nice balance in this pack. We've got the Troubled Teas from Troubled Monk, which again, out on a patio, golfing, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, the Pear Face too is, a, I think, a, a lighter kind of summery ish beer, and and the East Coast Pale Ale. I I don't drink pale ale, so Walsh, you can describe what what mood you have to be in for that one, or maybe it's any mood. Probably saucy, hey Walsh, fiery, sultry uh sexy any mood at any time so teddy i got a, I got a question for you it's april we're four maybe five months into this podcast i know you made a goal sheet at the start i know the cilantro and chive burger of the month was on there i know the oh dear bundle with door tender was on there what's the next thing we're checking off here getting a clean audio track out of dustin <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, well let's pick something realistic uh, no, I don't know. I mean, you, you put me on the spot. I'll think of that. I mean, uh, it, it, that's tough to pinpoint right now. So let's let's just revel in in the accomplishment of having our own beer bundle now on door tender for for people to order. And I think you know we all we all work together to pick these. And I think just like us, they're all great in their own way, but also a little different. I think that's a highlight to it. And really, just again, an easy way to support local. And you end up with whatever the quick math is: twenty four beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. 24 beer, three, four packs and a 12 pack equals. Uh, carry the two, 24 beer. So yeah, go out. Well, maybe not go out, stay home, order door tender, check out the app, go to, go to door tenders website. You could just search the bundle. We'll throw a link to it right on our, all of our, uh, social media pages. Go get it. If you haven't used the O deer code yet, uh, one word D E E R, you can get $5 off your next order from door tender as well. And huge thank you again to door tender. You know, we, we took a, a week off or a couple weeks off from them. Uh, but they've been great all the way. Had a great conversation again with with Brian trying to get this going. So just another fun thing for us to get to do. Yeah. So next time you're uh, on the app with Door Tender, just order a special bundle created by some special guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're going to bring a, another guest on here. We haven't seen him in a while. His oh, name's Spin Diesel. I remember this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but first, Lund, let's, let's talk about, you know, you got almost six weeks maybe to, to plan this yoga class because of weather and we just kind of you know shoved it off whatever but it's coming up it will be done by the time this episode airs and hopefully the video's out and if it's not out it'll it'll be out right away so um we won't really say too much about going into it because you know i know i know you're feeling good uh and i'm looking forward to doing it and i'm looking forward for everyone to either join in on zoom so I guess I can say thank you to everyone who joined in on Zoom because we're say hi to the future, Lund, and uh, <laughs> and keep an eye out for the video, and hopefully you don't get picked again. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it won four odds. Uh, I like those odds, not getting picked again, but no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be running a half hour yoga class. I've been doing a little bit of homework. Uh, I know a bit, but I, I can't pull off some of the moves yet. So I got a few days left to, to, to perfect my technique. And I'm, uh, my class is going to be more about mood and, and flow and, and finding your inner warrior. <laughs> So you're saying you're just going to pull it out of your ass. <laughs> I'm saying it's yeah. going to, yeah, I'm going to pull <laughs> yeah. it out of my ass. Yeah. I look forward to seeing that. But hey, what else are you going to do at Sunday Sunday morning at 11 a.m.? Yeah. So we are going to move on and find out who's got to do the next challenge. Lund replaced yoga class on spin diesel with knitting. So if we land on it, but knit a pair of mitts or a little bag or, or something like that, we'll, we'll figure it out if, when we have to. Um, and just a reminder, the other things on here, we have backflip. So you have to do a backflip on a trampoline. Learn to skateboard. A couple tricks. I guess it, it depends on, on your existing skateboarding skills. Solve a Rubik's Cube in, I think we said 20 minutes or less. Ride a unicycle, 25 feet. I can't remember exactly, but ride a unicycle. Do a handstand for 30 seconds. Sing a song in Spanish. So that's a song that's originally in English in Spanish. Uh, double Dutch skipping. Uh, moonwalk, which I think we evolved into, you have to do like a good minute and a half of the dance from Billie Jean, which I think would be really hard, but maybe a good skill to have. A magic show is another one we added on there. So you got to buy a kid's magic kit and go and do a 20, 30 minute magic show. Uh, learn to juggle, learn the cups song from Pitch Perfect and learn a pole dance. So <laughs> they're there again, just, just for all of you keeping score at home. Just a, a reminder of what's on there. And first, we are going to spin to find out who who has to do this. So May 29th is the soft date for it. You know, We'll work around depending on what it is and how we do. Uh, and just a reminder again, uh, I've got dark purple on here as my color. I believe Walsh is yellow, mm -hmm. Dustin is green, and Lund is blue. Yeah. All right. Anything but blue. Give it a good rip. Give it a real. Oh, good I get a spin. spin. That's a pretty sweet wheel. Yeah, yeah. She spins good. <laughs> oh no! It's purple. It's me. Teddy, back oh, to Teddy. I was looking forward to like <laughs> you two have lucked out these last yeah. couple months. Oh, okay. Do you so want to? Do you want to spin? yourself to find the skill or do you want me to spin it for uh, the skill? I, I would like you to spin it. Okay. You don't want Teddy, to Teddy, before, before Lundy spins it, I want to know which one you... I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not playing this game. Okay, well, which okay, one fine. do you want? Because you're not going to get it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Tell me if you're good to go. Okay. Uh, yeah, just go. Three. Just go. Two. Oh, let's just wait a second. <laughs> no, okay. There we go. <laughs> Oh, what is it? What's it going to oh. be? What's it going to be? Oh, my God. We should put Give us pole dance. Come on. Oh, spin again. I owe you, I owe you guys a shot of spin diesel <laughs> later, though. It was what spin diesel. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been magic show. Well, actually, Dustin, probably like one in 14, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Good spin, oh, Spin diesel again. Oh, oh this sucks. Oh my God! Backflip, backflip, backflip! Oh no! What is it? Ride a unicycle! Oh! <laughs> yes! <laughs> no spin diesel! Oh man! Oh, it's the perfect time of year to learn. That's true, and like I have to imagine trying to learn that like 
is is got to be pretty good core exercise. Looking at the bright side. But. Yeah, just take and just take a wheel off your bicycle and you're good to go. Yeah, that's, you that even, is exactly. You won't even thing. have to purchase one. Uh, a if any, I, Walsh, I'm gonna have to borrow your unicycle. And if anyone out there would like to give some unicycle lessons, I'm all ears. But oh, I am, this sucks. I am you absolutely got, Lund, dying. Lund, you got something that you had to put almost zero effort into, and you got six weeks to do it. I'll trade you. I'll let you run the yoga class. And I'll take the unicycle. No, we don't take tradesies. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Oh, no. I, I would have said yes. Yeah, but, right. Yeah, that's... Yoga, yeah, that's easy. You don't right. have to, you're not even going to learn anything. But hey, you know what? I'm going to do it. And guess what? We we may not have any podcast episodes in May because that's going to keep me pretty busy. Well, according to Lund, if, if you've ever ridden your bike with no hands, you could you should be able to ride a unicycle. So <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing, right? You just, you just balance with no hands. Uh, but you, you know that, that there's only one wheel on a unicycle, right, Ryan? Yeah, I know the definition yeah. of uni. And like, I'm the one who Kevin. wanted to say, instead of just going in order where everyone does something, I'm the one who said, let's spin the wheel every time and keep it exciting. And I, It's a great idea. Uh, all right. Well, everyone stay tuned for that. <laughs> Walsh, Dustin, you're off the hook for another month. And that means all four of us next month are still eligible <laughs> again. This this sucks, but... Uh, I mean, it can't. It can't be worse than playing a pink recorder. I think it's I wouldn't have be called it pink than the recorder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, salmon. All right. Well, you know what? Here we go. I'll do it, and I'll have a new skill that I'll learn in a month and then never use again. Just something else to add to your resume, hey? Yeah. So, Teddy, it's funny that the wheel landed on unicycle. Um, you know, we've talked about how big of a beauty Mike Sorreo is. And uh, you guys kept talking about him the last few episodes. So I finally, I texted Dustin. I said, give me his number. I got to talk to this guy. So anyways, I shot him a text last week and we're kind of going back and forth, you know, like, oh, you know, how many kids do you have and blah, 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 all the standard stuff. And out of nowhere, he goes. (laughs) ASL. Yeah. And out of nowhere, he goes, hey, do you know what? I can actually make those balloon animals while I'm riding a unicycle because my hands are free. Oh, uh, yeah. He would be able to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was blown away. So, he sent me a little video. It's it's pretty impressive. Uh, I'll have to send it over to you guys. But uh, he, he, he is a sick beauty. What a skill set too, though, hey? <laughs> like, not, not only that, but like the latest I heard from him on his employment line is he's thinking about starting a bike shop because he's so good at unicycling that he's going to, you know, take a bunch of spare bikes in and convert them into unicycles. So, like, crazy coincidence uh, that this happened uh, on this episode. He beat me to it. I'll have to call him then. But I bet you not, I bet you he could ride a unicycle 25 feet while making balloon animals right after he ran the Iron Man in 2010. God, this guy can do it all. And speaking of help, we're still looking for someone to help Lund learn a skill that we, we've been forcing on him, but he hasn't quite got yet because it is time for Deer Call. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> that was that like a human being. Yeah, that was like a mix of, that was like Goofy, like falling down the stairs almost. Oh, Goofy goes hunting too. <laughs> Deer Call is brought to you by Andrew Russell and Associates, Central Alberta's number one real estate team proudly invested in the central Alberta community and hopefully still the future realtor of Ted Emmett. <laughs> Visit them at andrewrussell.ca and tell them Lundy sent you. <laughs> I feel like doing an ad read sucks all the life out of you. <laughs> just It's just so unnatural. I do appreciate your laser focus though. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome for that one, Red Deer. <laughs> 
So, you know, we, every time now we've talked about Andrew Russell, we've just mentioned he's a great realtor. We're, we're trying to get people to go and, and mention the podcast and we'll help them move in. He's also a great photographer as I am so thankful, maybe glad, a late glad game that he just one day sends me a picture and says, hey, if you want to post this on Instagram, this is Dustin and Walsh. <laughs> is Dustin laying on the grass on the golf course, taking a picture <laughs> of Walsh, like, I don't, you know, like the pose. <laughs> and it just makes me think of, you know, all the pictures of people using their kids yeah. to take to take pictures of them, but that's a good friend. Our, it's great. Yeah, our I've never seen you guys go boyfriend. to that much effort to get a you know content for the podcast, but I know you will. I know the I know the desire is there. So thank you, Andrew, for that. And yeah, he's he stole my thunder on that. I mean, that's gonna that was supposed to be a hot hot marketing asset for Rob Ray, and he just completely blindsided us with that. And now it's out oh, there. No, and- I think I think it's the other way. I think it's like people will see that and go, "Hey, we saw the behind the scenes." of that photo. That is a great picture of Walsh and part of Dustin's thumb. Yeah. And, yeah. And look how tall Kevin looks in that photo. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> I, I looked tall in that. Yeah. Well, that's, it, you can't see in the photo, but Dustin actually dug a little bit of a hole just to get a little lower to make the angle a little better on that one. So <laughs> yeah, you, you look good. Yeah. he He's a good golfer. He's a good realtor. He's on a ton of bus benches. He's a good looking dude with a good beard and let's get <laughs> some people buying houses from him. Yeah. yeah, and remember, tell them Lundy sent you. So now we'll move into Deer Call, and this this is going to be a fun one. It's just kind of a generic one. And, and a, a week ago, I was on the weekend just kind of scrolling through Netflix or, or whatever, one of those streaming services, and found one of my all-time favorite movies, Dazed and Confused. Just thought, it made me think, man, there's so many good like teen coming-of-age movies out there. So we asked everyone, what is your favorite teen movie, high school movie, coming of age movie? So, of course, Johnny, Bud, and Jolene from Memphis Blues as well. So, we can have that to bond over. Did say dazed and confused. I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but not only is it awesome now because of all the, you know, Matthew McConaughey's first movie and all the stars in it, but to me, it's just one of the most perfect movies ever because it's not really about anything and nothing really happens in it, but it's it's just a great movie with great characters and the most underrated character of all time in Don Dawson. <laughs> I can't even speak to this movie, but I have a t-shirt that says, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> do, yeah. I should have told you to wear that that's, tonight. That's yeah. really like the only character I remember from that movie. And he and he's not even a main character. He's like got like three lines. Oh, he's, yeah, he's a little bit, but it, it is. So Dustin, there, that's on the list for movies. That is a must watch. Like I think it's all it's like 30 years old almost now. And it, it's still incredible. So so it's a good start. And, and Bud even said, hey, that's the only answer you need. In my opinion, you're right, but there's a lot, lot of good ones out there. Go, going more into our era, Jamie, Brady, Mark, Page, and Taryn all said Mean Girls. That's one of the most quotable movies out there. That one came out right as we were finishing high school, I think. And that was, I think that was right before Lindsay Lohan's career took yeah, a also nosedive. finished high school, yeah. 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 I like, like right after that, she went downhill. I think she quick. got in Herbie the Love Bug or Herbie fully loaded. Oh and then it was God. Lindsay Lohan fully loaded for yeah. the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a storyline in that show, though. And Regina George, like, 
<laughs> who doesn't like Rachel McAdams? Like, oh, oh man. Yeah, and but like, how many people? Like everyone shouts, you know, she doesn't even go here, or you know, lines like that from that movie. Like just some great one-liners in that one. So we're gonna jump way back again because Elena said this is maybe one of the original and what started it all was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but I only have two words for that movie: is Phoebe Cates. And one of the most iconic scenes of all time for teenagers everywhere, right? Coming out of the pool. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to want to Google it on a non-work computer. It's been forever since I've seen that movie, so I can kind of picture it. But yeah, I'll I'll do some research on that one. That, that's yeah, a great movie. Spinelli. About, yeah. Spicoli. Spicoli. Spinelli was yeah, recess. Spinelli's yeah. in recess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really, you talk about one of the most iconic roles of all time. Sean Penn as Jeff Spicoli. Like you watch now, it's just, just you turn it on. It's just Sean Penn murdering someone. Yeah, but no, yeah, no, he went dark just, after that. Yeah, but in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, again, and really looking at most of this list, we can agree none of these movies aged well at all. I don't think so. Anything so we're not condoning well, anything that happens in these movies. But even you go way back to Fast Times at Ridgemont High, still one of the best. Uh, Kate and Colleen both said can't hardly wait. I think I've seen that one, but it's that one was kind of a whatever one to me. But Lundy, maybe that that was one of, one you've at least seen. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen that one. Like that, that was a '90s movie, yeah. I think, right? So all I know is like one guy in it was like the stepdad or vampire in Twilight, and the other guy in it was like the kid from Peter Pan or from Hook, who just said, "You're afraid you're going to be sucked out." <laughs> That's all well, I know about that movie. That that movie when it got, I saw it on Instagram, and I was pretty pumped because I I really did like that movie. I have no idea the concept of it, but I remember Jennifer Love Hewitt was in it, mm-hmm. and what a dreamboat she is. So I I oh, remember yeah, I yeah. really liked that that movie. I I can't even remember what it was about, but I it was about a big party. It was a oh, huge yeah. party. It was like, right. like it was, like, was kind of yeah. You know, yeah. not many movies, teen movies, use really good looking male and female leads. So it was nice that they did in this one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, they really went their own way. They yeah, really original idea for that plot. Uh, another given, Cole and Paige. Surprised only two people said super bad, but that one kind of changed the game too for that whole era of uh, of movie style. So yeah, I think that's one of my favorite movies of all time yeah. still and again another one doesn't age great but it's you know the co- it's a movie the comedy in it is great and you think about the time it came out i just love the cops in that movie yeah like hanging out with mclovin in the <laughs> bar and then shooting shooting the gun after getting drunk oh talk, talk about were- mclovin like that movie shot that guy into stardom and mclovin and then he missed mclovin yeah. is like a <laughs> Like a cultural yeah. hero now. Now, here's one that Gino and Logan both said, and this one's all time sports, teen, high school, varsity blues. <laughs> that one's is funny, but a little more, a little more serious too. But that one is, uh, yeah, that's one of my favorites too. I got a good story about that one. Uh, Morzy, you might remember this way back in the day. We were in Toronto for nationals for roller hockey when we were what, like 12 or 13. And I remember. You know, one night all of us guys were in the hotel and again, we're 12 years old and someone's dad threw on Varsity Blues for us. Like we were way too young for that movie, but it was awesome. And you can just imagine the testosterone going in that room when there's like 20 of us guys in there and the teachers on the strip club and... The whipped cream (laughs) bikini. Yeah, I was going to mention the whipped cream bikini scene. Yeah. All I'm seeing here is a list of like 20 movies that I'm going to watch in the next couple of weeks when I should be unicycling. <laughs> so talk about movies that came out when we were 12 and, and we all saw probably inappropriate. Kevin, Brad, Ashley, and Matt all said American Pie. Yeah. 
Kevin, the athlete, was probably like seven years old when that came out. So that's, I guess that's the same as Dazed and Confused being my favorite movie. But yeah, American Pie, just again, that's that's another classic. And, and what, early, it was 1999-2000. So it, that one also kind of kick-started that, that whole era of, uh, of teen movie making. I, I became a huge Eugene Levy fan after that, yeah. after that first first one. And I, I still am to this day. Like, he's the ultimate ultimate dad i think i wouldn't mind a a pep talk from him those are just movies you can watch forever like those those ones yeah sure they don't age well with the society we live in now but no movie ever does it's just so funny like finch shit break like with stifler's mom and like i'm a huge fan of the american pie franchise and i think a lot of it their soundtracks were kick-ass in those movies at the time that those soundtracks were and you you want to go back in time like hey i want to hear some 41 a couple different ways well hey listen to american pie or american pie (laughs) 2 going back a bit this isn't oh these are all classics kayleen john and taylor all said ferris bueller's day off that musical scene when he's in the parade and just belting out a tune. Oh, I wish I wish I had the guts to do that. I mean, I wish we could have parades again first, but <laughs> like it just that movie just puts you in a good mood. What about Brie and Mel? Great movie. She's all that. I was talking to Ashley about this one tonight. Freddie Freddie Prince had a couple ones. I don't think I saw this one on her Instagram, but uh, the other one was Summer Catch. Like yes, th- those Summer were- Catch. Those it's were like, two. It's kind of a terrible movie, but it's so good. Like that's the Cape Cod Baseball League one, yeah. right? With Freddie with Prince Fez was and, on fire. Yeah, yeah, and then he did the when Scooby Jessica Doo Beale. movie and went <laughs> <laughs> and went through the roof. And went through yeah. the roof. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Freddie Prince. There, there was another. There's another Freddie Prince one too. That I don't know. He was like a CIA agent or something like that. It was pretty terrible. No, he was. He's too nice of a guy to be in the CIA. So another different Brianne. We got lots of Briannes in the comment this time. Said. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite, which again is just a standalone, like can never be duplicated. So quotable. But the other one, which is I'm kind of glad it's not quite a high school movie, but it's a coming of age movie. Is go way back again is Stand by Me. Oh yeah, it's that's one where they find the dead body in yeah, the woods they go and to, it's to look for it. Yeah, and it's yeah, that's it's a, a that's Stephen a Stephen King novel, I think, or a you know short story or, or something like that originally. But yeah, that that's another one that's a classic. And uh, yeah, this... Will Wheaton is in it, and <laughs> and what's the Jerry Who? O'Connell Who? or Will Wheaton? Sorry, what's the last name? Will Wheaton. <laughs> Will Wheaton from Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here's one, and I got a hot take on this one. Louis and a. Another third Brie said Breakfast Club. And I'm going to go, I'm going to tell you, I do not care for that movie at all. The only time I seen Breakfast Club was in Pitch Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? What do you mean? There's a little clip of Breakfast Club in Pitch Perfect. But no, it's like, I don't know. It's just, especially like Judd Nelson's character. I feel like it's just so forced and he's so angry. No, I. It's not that well acted. And that's, I'm going to take heat. I'm going to take heat for that. That is a hot take. I'm going to take heat for that. But it's just, I just don't. Hey, nothing against. I think I see why it's an iconic movie. And you want to talk about soundtracks again. That one's incredible. But the movie itself just didn't do anything for me. Well, I don't think it like I don't think it was supposed to be a comedy or like a like I don't know what category it would fall under. I think it was just like there's more of a varsity blues. It was type more of like movie, of yeah. a real. They're trying to show like what real different personalities were yeah. in real life, and that one that one's probably aged okay. I don't think there's anything that's really happened in that yeah. one. I don't know. I probably will never watch it again, so I couldn't tell you. Um, here's another yeah top five for me for sure dana kaylin and lucy all said 10 things i hate about you which i think that movie is now i think over 20 years old i think it's 
like 22 years old now. That one's great. Heath Ledger, obviously, that's one of his. Yeah, he won an Oscar for for The Dark Knight, but he was so good in 10 Things I Hate About You. And that was just another one, right? That all this other stuff going on and was slightly more realistic, I thought, to the high school experience than a lot of a lot of some of those other movies. Yeah. Uh, what's that? What's that girl? What's, who's the main character? Julia Stiles. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of her. No. But yeah, he Heath did a good job in that movie. Yeah. I don't want to throw Heath under the bus. No. I'd well, take Heath, a lot of heat for that. Heath and, and what's his name? Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they both have the Batman ties, different movies. But uh so Shiloh, which is act that's actually a pretty good movie too, but that's her name, said she's the man. Another one that I think that's a pretty good movie too. I think that's Channing Tatum, like one of his first movies yeah. too. And, and he, again, Amanda Bynes before yeah. she went through her Lindsay Lohan stage. Yeah, geez. What's with all these starlets just going crazy after having some good movies? I, I didn't know that that one got brought up. I was going to bring it up. It's, it's a little, I mean, it's corny. It's definitely far-fetched, but it's actually a pretty hilarious movie uh, it's yeah, a great one to just sit and laugh for two hours and not think and here's one going way back again and i was hoping someone would say it karen said grease so not <laughs> not necessarily the first thing you think of i and i'll admit like i love musical movies movies about music movies with music in it uh, but that one's so iconic like john travolta and that but it's it's got some great jams in there man so yeah. many great songs we talk about soundtracks like you never knew about grease when you were younger but as you got a little older and got to watch it and really when when was that movie come out like when when was that oh made? it's i think it's 70s that 70s late 70s yeah. yeah that one's awesome uh this is one actually i just randomly watched for the first time i think a couple months ago joe said 17 again so kind of that you know the concept i think it's uh with matthew perry and zach oh, Efron. body switch and it was movie. surprisingly good movie that one's a really good movie what about high school music high school musical well yeah if you want to talk about your all-time favorite teen movie no i did just hearing zach afron's name made me think of high school musical so that's it. That's what we got from everyone. That's a, a lot of great answers. And, and this is might be the most conversation we've ever sparked from a deer call. Like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling nostalgic. I can't wait to watch some of these. And before we move on, you forgot my favorite movie. Bring it on. Missy's the poo. So take a whiff. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I get it. Uh, I got it. You don't it. remember when Torrance says that in Bring It On? No, no I, I, that's on. another one I might have. Bring it on, though. I was going to say, before, we weren't going to move on because we, we have a bit of time to talk about everyone else's favorite movie. Bring it on is a, a, was a great one, too. And how often do you still hear Spirit Fingers, right? Oh, that's man. another one that just just stuck. Big Red. What a, yeah. <laughs> what a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay to say that because that's a line right yeah. from the movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> quoting. I'm not. That's not my opinion. I'm just quoting the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. After talking about it, I, I, I want to go watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off again. So that's going to be my my pick. And cool. You, and you two, and you two <laughs> yeah. don't need a pick. Yeah. Good one. Are we supposed to make a pick? Well, what's your favorite? If, if you have one that wasn't mentioned. Uh, or one that was mentioned. Well, I mean, like I said, I I mean, I could watch American Pie movies all the time. I, I A little hidden gem. I know they, right after kind of all of them, they came out with a Bandcamp one and, and it was kind of lame. But they came out with a couple other ones after that and before the last like American Reunion or whatever. And they're actually really funny. Like there's one like Naked Mile. Yeah, we watched that. The three of us sat in the back of... <laughs> He yeah. sat in the back of Lund's vehicle and made him drive. <laughs> and the three of us watched that on the way to, to golf in Canmore yeah. a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, ago. thanks a lot. But yeah, it, it's cool because Eugene Levy still makes an appearance in all those ones, even though the yeah. rest of the main characters don't. Um, but yeah, there's that franchise as a whole. 
and good music and and good laughs. So one more because this is a hidden gem, I think. And if you haven't seen it, you'll thank me. It's a little bit newer too. Is Fired Up? That's a where they the two oh, guys I have, go to cheerleading I have camp. Seen that is that. a great movie. It's not hmm. that new. It's like well, it's like probably ten years old. I'm thinking like the other ones we watched when we were like in high school. Yeah. I think this one was yeah maybe I could I think be it's wrong, about fifteen actually. years old. It could be that old. Oh my goodness, yeah. we are old. Oh, this is getting depressing now. Time okay, to Lund, move on. Lund, take us. Take us. Take us to the next thing. All right. We are going to go to the next level. <laughs> and go ahead, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's it's time to move into, I, I want to say just out of habit, it's time for Dustin versus Lund. And now it's time for Ted versus Walsh. And before we get into that, now we can finally say we know for sure tomorrow it's happening outside safely. We're going to watch it happen. We're going to videotape it. So you will be able to see the video of it on social media. The bat signal is getting waxed. Well, yeah. I mean, I've had to reschedule a couple times because of COVID. Um, we picked a uh, hopefully a fairly warm day to do it. Um, I'm a little bit, little bit scared. I've never been waxed before, but I think it's going to go pretty quick. So I'll just try and relax, close my eyes, and enjoy my smooth, smooth skin after it's all done. That's <laughs> that's my that's my game plan for something else. That's not <laughs> waxing. But if you want, like, we can do a test run on somewhere else tonight. If you want to kind of no. get the feel of what no. waxing. No, is. I want to be surprised in the moment. Ted versus Walsh is brought to you by Unparalleled Clothing Company. Unparalleled's new line of headwear is here. Go to unparalleledpw.com to shop now and keep an eye out for the women's joggers coming soon. And so at this point, hopefully our Oh Dear Apparel is is coming soon. So thank you to everyone who ordered it. I'm looking forward to be able to to wear that type of stuff. Again, thank you to Jarrett Smith for doing that. And and we're going to have some more stuff in the works with him. If you didn't get a chance to order, we are going to do another round coming up and throw in some cool stuff there. So uh, And thank you, Dustin, for for looking after all of that and going through and picking all the the stuff and, and helping design it. Yeah, not only that, but Jarrett's been fantastic to deal with. His his clothing's awesome. We just got DNA hoodie, DNA plumbing hoodies from. They did their work with Unparalleled, and and we're gonna release a nostalgic line probably midsummer here. And and uh, also we bought some extra hats too. I know uh, you know the shipping stuff was you know pretty expensive for people in Red Deer if you just wanted to buy one single hat. And and we're gonna figure that out future. And and but we did buy twenty five extra hats, and and we're gonna still donate the twelve dollars from every hat to heroes hockey so if you weren't able to make an order and, you, and you'd still like a hat uh get in touch with one of us and, and we'll make sure you get a hat for for 40 bucks and and uh, get the 12 dollars donated to heroes hockey as well and they are great like unparalleled started just as a headwear company and the, the hats are great dustin and i are wearing a couple actually three of all three of us are wearing that are wearing hats are wearing unparalleled so uh yeah thanks again to Jarrett. and all right lund I, i'm down one nothing I'm hoping that this is a little less red deer knowledge, but either way, sock it to us. Uh, yeah. So, uh, me and Dustin came up with this this game. Uh, Dustin's got a clever name for it. So, Dustin, what's this game called? Well, this call this game is called the Alberta Operation Population Calculation. Go ahead and explain oh, it, Lundy. I like oh, it. That's pretty self-explanatory yeah, by a, the name. It is. Say. It is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've got 10 questions here for you guys. And in the event of a tie, I've got a tie bit breaker question and whoever wins it gets the point for this week. Okay, boys, we're starting easy here tonight. So according to a 2019 census, the population of red deer is closest to wins the point. 
There's no prices right rules, so just closest to. 2019 census. 99,758. 101,397. <laughs> Ted Emmett takes an early lead. Did you know Very that? close. It was 101,002. Oh, I, I knew it was over okay. 100. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. In order from the 2016, 2016 federal census, name the top five most populous cities in Alberta. Calgary, Edmonton, Red Deer, Lethbridge, Airdrie. Incorrect. Go ahead, Walsh. Calgary, Edmonton, Red Deer, Lethbridge, Grand Prairie. Incorrect. Oh. The correct answer was Calgary, Edmonton, Lethbridge, Red Deer, Medicine Hat. Whoa. Teddy's still up one nothing going into question three here. So question three, same thing as my first one. You're just going to pick a number closest to, no prices right rules. According to a 2016 census, what is the population of Huxley? I said 1,520. He said 4,500. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is 75 people. Oh. So Ted so Emmett yeah. takes a 2 nothing lead. Ooh. I, I was thinking like as soon as I wrote down my answer and said it, I thought there's they picked this because there's probably like six people and like the guy that writes on the sign and changes it every time someone drives in and out of town. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question number four. List any three cities or towns in Alberta with a combined population of 100,000 people. The closest two wins. Are there any city, any towns that have a population of zero? Well, no, they wouldn't be a town if they had zero. Okotoks, Medicine Hat, and Huxley, Alberta. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, well, let's hear what washes are first. Grand Cash, Medicine Hat, and Edson. Okay, so... Kevin, you were 90,884, so you were off by 9,116. Ted, you were 108,358, so you were off by 8,358. Oh, wow. So, so you, oh. you beat Kevin by about 800 people. Oh, wow. That, hey. was, that was a lot closer than I thought. I thought someone was going to be way yeah. off on that Good one. Good job to both of us. Great job, London, figuring that out lightning quick. That was like six seconds. I couldn't believe yeah, how fast you did that math. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's one oh, of my take skills. Take out the word math and he's heard that before. Three nothing, Teddy. All right, so this is a multiple choice question. According to a 2016 census, who has the biggest population? Is it A, Irvine, B, Joffrey, or C, La Glace? Joffrey. I said C, La Glace. Fun fact, that is French for the Glace. Nice, nice. The correct answer is A, Irvin. Oh, Irvin has 307 wrong. people, Joffrey 171, and Laglace oh, wow. 211. Oh. Okay, this is another list here. List four towns with a population between 1,000 and 5,000. This is a four-point question. This is your chance to get back in it, Walshy. <laughs> Teddy to is think. thinking so I should hard. know, like, I, I've been to so many small towns, too. Like, it, are, you counting, are you counting the houses right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I, I'm drawing a blank on all the small towns uh, around. <laughs> this is awesome being on the other side of it. I'll yeah, tell you that for sure. No stress. Okay, I'm done. Okay, we got locked in over here. I'm not, I'm not super confident, but. Okay, I'll go Penhold, Rimby, Coaldale, and Elk Point. 
Okay, so pen hold is 3,165, so that's one. I got Rimby 2,567. Elk points 1,452, so that's in the bingo too. Coldale's 8,215. Oh, I thought it was a little too much. All right, Teddy, so you got three points out of a possible four. Kev? Grand Cash, Black Falls, Penhold, and Tabor. All right, Grand Cash is one of them. Kind of cheating, but we'll allow it. Penhold's good. Uh, Black Falls, I think, is too high. Black Falls is 8,749. <sighs> Tabor is 8,199. So you got two out of two out of four. <laughs> Six, two, Teddy. Hey, thank you guys for making the census so much fun. <laughs> and, well, and while we're at it, make sure to fill out the 2021 census coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mrs. Oh. Miss Veer. <laughs> yeah, who do we bill for that drop? Uh, so what do we? It's it's so it's six three. How many questions are left? I think four. Four questions left. Okay, so so it's you. You've got to go four for four here, Walsh. Okay, so same thing as my last. Same same thing as my last one. It's closest to just guessing a number. According to the 2018 census, what was the population of Sherwood Park, Alberta? 2018, you say? 2018, yep. Like that matters. I know exactly what it was in 2017. That's the shitty part. I, I don't actually know that. I fibbed. <laughs> oh, 45,984. 46, <laughs> the price is right rules helped Teddy out. It was 71,332. Oh. Holy smokes. So I won. Mm. Oh, Teddy boy. Uh, well, I, I will say like for, for anyone listening, this game took about 45 minutes. Mm, it took 20 minutes. Did it? Okay. That's not too bad. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit it down. Hey, that was good. One, one tie. That makes that makes for a more exciting game three, but I don't know about you all. That was a way more intelligent game, both of them, than I was ex- expecting from Dustin and Lund. So good job again. You just wait. We're kind of out of ideas now, so we're going to go down a path. <laughs> I was going to say, no, here comes the dog uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that whenever whenever we needed to throw this in, we can use it, and maybe we'll use it next time, is co-worker Aaron offered to run a newlywed game of me and Lund versus you and Walsh to see if Walsh knows you better or I know Lund better. So that's yeah, going to be I, fun for everyone. I think it's a no-brainer, Booker. All right. So, hey, co-worker Aaron, next episode. Hopefully, whenever you listen to this, get ready. And that was it. Hey, feel good. So, yeah, no one got swept, which is which is nice. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be in a heated battle to see where's the fingernails. I mean, the more I think about it, I think waxing for 10 minutes is going to be easier than a full day of fingernails. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, best uh, best of luck to both of you in the future. Dustin says we're out of ideas, but that's not that's just not true. You got time. We got we got time, and and we do have a couple in the bank, Dust. So oh, so yeah, guys, I mentioned at the top, I I got Invisalign, so I have to take my my teeth out every time I eat. I have no idea. So I I have two issues. Kev, you're I, not taking your teeth out. Well, basically, I don't know how I'm going to how I'm going to get my contacts in and I don't know how I'm going to eat that day like this day is going to be awful for me yeah yeah you just need a spotter you need a spotter I'm going to I'm going to give one of my kids 5 bucks and tell them to take my teeth out every yeah. time I got to Kevin, eat Kevin if I if I win and I'm allowed to come within 6 feet of you by the time this is done I'll be a gracious winner and be your spotter for yeah. everything hey, I'll oh, poke you in no the way, eye. Contacts, Teddy, I like bathroom breaks everything 
I think Walsh should have to fill his kids' piggy banks up with $5 bills. Hey, can you come take my teeth out, please? <laughs> Dad's got to eat his chips. Cat, you're just prepping them for the future. Cap, right? would you let him take your contacts out? No, God, no. I'd be blind. I'm not going to lie. I hope that you have to just wear glasses that day and you have to be a guy with fingernails and a four eyes all day. And I hope everybody just has fun and gets along. <laughs> hey, if you keep you keep quizzing us on the census, we're no. going to have nothing but fun all the time. Don't you worry. That's the last census. <laughs> Until the 2021 census comes out. <laughs> Two census drops. City of Red Deer is going to owe us a lot of money. Thanks again, Dustin and Lund. Great game, honestly. I think it's uh, you learn a little bit. It's weird. It made me realize that I'm kind of a dork because I do just randomly like go look at like towns and stuff on Wikipedia and see what their population is. So there was a couple like I didn't know, but it sounds couple, like he's like, cheating. I had, had a good idea. Well, I this think, no, this think, is like my whole. I think life. he's just a nerd. I've been prepping for this my whole life. <laughs> sounds so like he snuck into Len's bedroom and saw it drawn on a whiteboard what the quiz was going to be. <laughs> You think I wrote it down? <laughs> Lund, Lund does not write. Lund is up there 10 minutes before we record, scribbling all his questions on a piece of paper or Googling them while we do the quiz. But he always gets it done. Yeah. So, and speaking of getting it done, we did it. We're, we're through another one, another episode in the basement. Uh, still a fun one. I know we missed the studio, the Bose Bar and Stage Studio. Can't wait to get back there, but... Thanks again, everyone, for sticking with us through the whole thing. And as always, got to throw in the plug for social media. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Anyone who knows social media right now will tell you Instagram's Instagram's logarithm is just an asshole. A what? Right now. So an asshole. A, a, a logarithm? Button. The logarithm, yeah. Is, isn't it called an algorithm? Yeah. Did I say logarithm? Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> did, did he? Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. I did, too. I thought we were just on the asshole word. I didn't oh. even... <laughs> wow. So, the logarithm and the algorithm are both terrible. Maybe it's maybe I'm because I'm trying to figure out the logarithm instead of the algorithm. No, you know That's what? That's weird. I, 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 I don't know why I did that. But well, hey, I, it's I know late. I know why. It's because we're talking about coming of age movies and when you're in school, you're learning you're, about logarithms. Yeah. Well, I think you learn about algorithms too, but I appreciate you helping. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. I think I went to algebra, or not algebra, calculus, like once. So, well, that's probably why you don't know the difference yeah. between a logarithm and an algor- algorithm. No, <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what a word I learned in radio school? Oh, let me guess. Don't interrupt me. No, I learned the word segue, <laughs> which I'm going to transition right back into. Take the heat off me here. So, I think. Long story short, if you're still with us somehow. <laughs> Follow us on social media. Interact with us. Uh, you know, send us content too. If you see something awesome around Red Deer that you want to share, send it to us. We'll share it too. We love seeing that and interact with us. And a huge thank you to DNA Plumbing and Heating once again and Mike Dempster. And a reminder, it's still going to be going hopefully till about middle mid May. Uh, the the contest with the the shower head and the tap that the kitchen sink kitchen faucet. What am I? Tra- <laughs> I, don't know. I I think you got. What do you guys need to take over? Anyway, he donated. <laughs> some nice stuff go to instagram check it out make sure you're following dna plumbing as well enter that contest and as always a huge thank you to bo's bar and stage our presenting sponsor and now i'm mercifully gonna throw to you guys for some final thoughts and i'm gonna go take a serious five i just want to thank you all you logarithms out there the log squad 
as I think we'll call you. Uh, no, I, I had fun. I can't wait to start doing some stuff outside. Uh, I guess it was, I'll start with my yoga class this coming weekend. And uh, yeah, we'll see what the next uh, couple months brings us. I think the log squad should be a t-shirt. The logs. Yeah. And that could go. That could be Dustin at Heritage Ranch or me with my logarithm. It could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so excited for, you know, the people we've met along the way. Riley with Cilantro, Jolene today with Memphis Blues, Jody with the Black Falls Bulldogs, who's now my employer. Huge thanks to them for supporting our podcast and, and allowing us to do all this fun, crazy stuff. And and my last shout out of the day goes to all the mothers out there, May 9th. So love you all. Who are you what sucking suck up, up to? Oh my yeah. God. Oh my goodness. You got to some brownie points. Sucking up or, or winning? What? I'm winning. No, well, when you mention it twice, it's sucking up. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. okay, he fine. knows he's going to forget it on May 9th. Yeah. He's just laying the groundwork. So do I get to say my bye yet or yeah. like? Yeah. Oh, I thought you already. Uh, you know what? I guess we'll let Walsh talk now. <laughs> I thought he already took his teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go brush my dentures and take my eyes out. So see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good. That was, that's, I like that sign off. That was like driving with a blindfolded person, right? Like they take you up on the curb a few times, but you get to where you're going. We made it to the end. So thank you, as always, to the three of you for hanging out. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, everyone. Again, 10 episodes doesn't seem like a lot, but when we think about where we started and how fast this thing has grown, uh, 10 episodes is pretty cool for us. So with that, I'm Ted Emmett. Thank you for joining us. And uh, well, see you later. <laughs>